the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now being the planet and their effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. The heart is gateway to spirit. If you continue to do ceremony from your head, you will continue to fail. My old Lakota teacher instructed when I was once again attempting and failing to access spiritual information. I was doing everything exactly the same way he did, just like he taught me. I had all the steps listed in my mind and was repeating the steps verbatim, mentally checking off each one as I completed it. Where was I going wrong? Only your heart has the many eyes into spirit, he less than helpfully instructed, making an X with his two gnarly forefingers in demonstration. He used the X a lot when describing access to spiritual realms. Sometimes he'd draw on the dirt with a stick, other times form it with his fingers, but it was always as clear as mud to me. It wasn't until much later in my life, long after the old shaman had passed, that things started to come together. I was watching a film NASA had produced on what they referred to as X-Points when the lights came on. As we've discussed in prior Stairway to Heaven episodes and will no doubt cover again, Anywhere the electromagnetic field of one body, be it a planet, sun, person, or tree, crosses that of another, X-points are formed. These X-points serve as wormholes that create passageways transcending time and space. Information in the form of frequency or light travels through these gateways. 
There's increasing evidence that for millennia, shamans have used the phenomenon of X-points to access esoteric or spiritual information by using trance states to project their consciousness, or soul if you will, through them. This could be one explanation as to how the Mayans accessed the data to create the Mayan calendar, which to this day is the most accurate calendar known to humankind. The Mayan calendar is based on the relative positioning of galactic bodies in the universe as they relate to and influence the Earth. These influences, as in those of the horoscope, travel via the X-points, where the heavenly bodies' electromagnetic fields intersect. The Mayan calendar charts overlording astrological cycles much more complex and expansive than the horoscope as we know it today. While the ancient Mayans developed some of the most accurate pre-telescope astronomy in the world, had a fully developed writing system and a positional numerical system, it still doesn't account for the far-reaching knowledge they had of galactic cycles. There is indication that the Mayan scholars working on the calendar were both mathematician and shaman. Numerous archaeological finds of the drawings of the calendar and calculations written on the wall indicate that rather than creating the calendar, the Mayans were actually studying it. If this theory is correct, where did they get the information they were decoding? Where do shamans from all cultures get their information today? How do they access it? According to my old teacher, it is not through the mind. X-points form the gateways which enable the soul to travel on the currents of the cosmos in order to access spiritual information. Once the information is accessed, it can then be translated by the mind, not the other way around. And that is where I was going wrong in my earlier attempts to access spiritual information. If you try to think your way into spirit, you'll be trying very, very hard for a long, long time. This is all well and good, you might say, but how in the dickens does one see with the heart? What are these many eyes into spirit that my old teacher was referring to? The eyes he indicated were X-points. Once I realized this, I started seeing X-points everywhere in ancient and modern spiritual teachings. The Hopi Eye of God is represented by a native art in the form of two sticks, forming an X, then woven together with colorful yarn. Indra's net from Buddhist and Hindu cosmology is an enormous net of cords owned by the Vedic diva Indriya. In this metaphor, Indra's net is a multifaceted jewel at each vertex or crossover point of the cords. These crossover points are in the form of an X. Each jewel is reflected in all the other jewels, indicating a transfer of information in the form of light. It also emphasizes the interconnectedness of all things, the unified field. In more recent times, Drumvalo Melchizedek's well-researched teachings indicate the sacred geometrical pattern known as the Flower of Life is the creation pattern. The Flower of Life is a complex mandala consisting of intersecting lines, each containing an X-point. So how do we locate and navigate these X-points? The electromagnetic field of the human body is generated by the heart. It stands to reason that one must have to access their heart rather than the mind in order to access the X-points. I'm going to hell! My five-year-old son came home wailing after playing with his friend. Why do you say that, son? I could not imagine where he'd gotten the idea.
the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Tommy said if I can't put Jesus in my heart, I'll go to hell. And I can't figure out how to make it fit. Thus began a long conversation about heart, love, and metaphor. From Islam and Christianity to indigenous ways, ancient religious texts and teachings emphasize the power of love to connect with spirit. When a teaching is interpreted to indicate that the only way to spirit is through a particular teacher, I would argue that it's through a loving heart such as that particular teacher possessed. Why? What is love anyway? The heart does not generate love so much as connect with it and channel it. Love is a frequency running through all things. You can't earn it, win it, take it, give it, or contain it. You can only let love love through you. Yet love is vital to survival. We cannot live without love. Love is the overlording frequency that flows through and connects all things in the cosmos and beyond. To connect with love, we need to connect with our heart, not the other way around. It's through the X points created by the electromagnetic field of our heart, crossing with that of the unified field, that love is accessed and channeled into the human world. As we enter the higher frequency portion of the galaxy, our ability to access and channel greater bandwidths of love is greatly enhanced. But there is a price of entry. We must sacrifice our belief in lack and our attachment to things. We've been taught by our consumer-based society that love is a finite commodity that can be bought or seduced out of another. We're programmed early on to equate toys and other accusations with love, which sets us up to be extremely vulnerable to exploitation through advertising and other such human structures. We grow up believing that if we have the right stuff, drive the right car, wear the right makeup, or own the right home, only then can we be deemed worthy of love. Soon, we can no longer make enough money to afford the wonderful things that promise to make us lovable or fill the empty hole inside. A void that only frequency of love can satisfy. Money's not really what we're after, nor is power. All human aspirations lead back to the quest for love. Even those that seem to be solely after power and control are on a misguided quest to be loved. Paradoxically, we can't get love from others. The only way to truly obtain love is to heal and evolve beyond the blockages that prevent access to our heart. For only through the X points created by the electromagnetic field generated by our hearts can balanced light and therefore love be channeled into our lives. It is our birthright to be the link between heaven and earth, between masculine and feminine light. It's our nature to be channels of divine love. Light is the ultimate sustenance, love the ultimate light. It stands to reason that all of our aspirations can be condensed to the pursuit of love. All that's required is that we find our way out of our self-imposed cells of greed, consumerism, and isolation and re-enter the circle of life. Yet, while we continue to worship at the holy grail of the mind, try to figure out a way to work the system to get what we want, the heart, not the mind, remains the only gateway. When we're in the heart, there is access to an endless stream of love coming from the cosmos. Love is light and light is information, as well as sustenance. We're dying of thirst, brokering stale water next to a clear flowing stream, and no one seems to notice. 
what has all this talk of love got to do with accessing spiritual information? All the knowledge that ever was or ever will be is contained in the unified field. Love is the highway, the soul the vehicle, and X points the gateways to the unified field of spirit. So if not through love, how do we get into the heart? <laughs> through application, appreciation, gratitude, being in the present moment, in connection with the earth, and conscious use of breath. Once I was out in a remote wilderness area in the high Colorado mountains on a two-week solo backpacking excursion. I was taking a break, lying on a hillside. It was a beautiful day, and there was a raven cawing and soaring above me. I felt relaxed and was getting somewhat mesmerized by the breeze and the sun on my face after my morning's hike. The raven was playing in the air currents, apparently just for the pure joy of it. I've always loved ravens. I lay relaxing and deeply appreciating the bird's beauty and skillful flight. I felt deep gratitude to be there in the perfect moment in the wilderness on a flawless day watching his display. I felt deep gratitude to the magnificent raven for sharing his beauty with me. I began to think what it would be like to ride the wind or to do a wing over and soar. Soon I had a profound longing to know what a raven in flight experiences. I took a deep, longing breath and whimsically addressed the raven. I'd really like to know what it would be like to be you. Suddenly I was looking down at myself. I could feel the wind in my feathers and what it was like to make just the tiniest shift of a primary feather and bank. I could hear the wind created by my wings as they sliced through the air. I could see my human body lying on the ground below. I observed what was up over the next hill that I had yet to climb. The next day, when I hiked over that very hill, I found exactly what I'd seen from the air when I'd been with the raven. Even though the small open park was not on the topographical maps I'd been consulting, it was there, nonetheless. What magic was this? My appreciation and gratitude, combined with being close to the earth in the present moment, dropped me into my heart. I accessed my love for the raven. My soul or awareness passed through the X point, created by my electromagnetic field crossing that of the bird. I was transported by the current of love and suddenly I was in his field, having his experience. And that is the science of the magic. What else are we capable of should we learn to constantly navigate X points? I suspect the shaman of old would have a lot to say on the topic. So where did we go wrong? We've become absorbed in consumerism, separated from the planet by our conveniences, from our hearts by worshipping only the mind, and from each other by fear and greed. I'd been alone, cloistered from the modern world, walking the land, breathing the fresh air, sleeping on the earth, drinking from the streams, rising with the sun, and going bed at dark for a good week and a half before I had my experience with the raven. The natural world and our place within it holds the key to our return to our hearts and through our hearts to the circle of life. Only from heart can we reconnect with ourselves, each other, and the unified field. So how do we accomplish this, sans the week-and-a-half trip alone in the great wild wilderness? Mindfulness and maintenance. Take time every morning to appreciate the day before you. End each day with gratitude for your experiences. Be kind to yourself and each other. Spend time outdoors in gratitude and appreciation of the natural world. Pause numerous times each day 
Take a deep breath and return to the present moment, regardless of what's going on around you. Thus the secret of the stairway to heaven. Our souls are the vehicle, our hearts the gateway, and love the stairway to spirit and the unified field. The unified field holds the infinite wisdom and interconnectedness that transcends human condition and sets us free. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.